so far. We did hear briefly from uh, Tom Oliphant with uh, Alan Hyde uh, earlier this afternoon about his problems. Of course, he suffered uh, some issues over the kerbs with the suspension down at Clairvaux, so that's the reason he was out in FP2. But uh, we, saw, we saw all the smoke, and we rather yeah. um, feared that it could have been some kind of engine problem, which is um, uh, really jolly good news. It was uh, just a graze with the tyre barrier that they were polishing up um, when I saw the car down in the uh, down in the garage so actually it was a, a lot better than it could have been indeed yeah and a quick fix hopefully for the BMW so that will be uh, good to go we had earlier problems as well for uh, Nicholas Hamilton he had uh, some alternator issues uh, during the first part of FP2 and also in FP1 this morning we had some power steering failures for Jade Edwards but they were uh, much rec- rectified for um, through practice number two and she was up there in the, the top 20 so good stuff from Jade so she will try and carry that on through this qualifying session but uh, after everything that's gone on so far today FP1, FP2 you can pretty much just drop that to one side because it doesn't mean a huge amount and it's all now down to this qualifying session uh, which has a car on the edge of a gravel trap down at Clairvaux that's Carl Bordley who has managed to rejoin the track but you don't want to be ending up in that gravel trap and bringing out a red flag because if you do you take no further part in qualifying but uh, luckily for Carl He's managed to dig himself out and back onto the circuit. But that would have been a bit of a scary moment for the Laser Tools Racing Infinity. But it's back on its way. And as we said, yeah, everything that we've had this morning, free practice, free practice too. It's uh, good for the drivers, good for the teams, just to get valuable information. But it's all down to this qualifying session. This will set your grid for tomorrow's first race. And it's all important to get those laps in as quick as you can. Uh, majority, as we said, though, back into the pit lane straight away, but uh, they'll eventually get some uh, quick laps in. And the man who's going quick through sector one and sector two is Ash Sutton, but will he take it to the line? I think he possibly will. He's looking to go quicker than anyone as he gets over the kerbs through the final corner. Across the line he goes and does a 123.0, so very good lap there indeed from Ash Sutton. We're looking to be down to the 122s, I'd say, 122.2 is what we had for free practice one and free practice two. So that's the target laps they are aiming for. It was, of course, this morning in free practice one, Rory Butcher, who did that 122.2. And then, of course, uh, early this afternoon in free practice two, it was uh, Senna Proctor who did a 122.2. So let's see if we get the full form of 122.2s or if anyone can spring something else out of the bag bit of replay of the two Toyota Corollas exiting the pit lane working in formation uh, Rory Butcher and Sam Smelt in fact it was a replay of what happened to Carl Bordley he went for a tighter inside line to try and avoid those two Toyotas and with it he went a little bit wide on the exit of the corner so that put him in some uh, strife as we said uh, Colin Turkington's on a good lap he's the personal best through sector one and sector two and he has his teammate just ahead of him to try and tie him along now so that's going to be uh, help for Colin as Tom Oliphant repaired looking good and back out on circuit but uh, Colin Turkington decides to dive into the pit lane so he will not go for a completion of that lap he has set the fifth quickest time though so that's good for Colin Turkington uh, Sutton on that lap goes even quicker with a 122.6 looks very relaxed inside the car as he heads his way down through uh, Clairvaux past one of the Coopers 
on the exit of the corner down towards Hawthorne and then on his way once again through the very tight chicane down there but uh, Ash Sutton pushing hard indeed just a reminder Ash uh, for the first part of this weekend carries maximum weight doesn't he 75 kilos so that's what you get for leading the championship you get the extra weight that goes with it as well so just to remind you through this qualifying session it's going to be ash who carries 75 kilos uh, tom ingram in car number 80 will carry 66 kilos josh cook will have 57 kilos aboard number 66 uh, jake hill number 24 in the ford focus has 48 kilos colin turkington car number two he will have 39 kilos uh, 33 kilos four number 33 the other bmw of sicily motorsport uh, with car gods that is adam morgan uh, number six rory butcher quickest in free practice one he carries 27 kilos uh, dan robottom goes with 21 kilos for this session gordon shedden has 15 kilos and uh, senna proctor who is quickest in free practice two he has nine kilos aboard his btc racing honda civic so that's how the weight shapes out as they all start to queue through the final corner. Uh, Rory Butcher is off the circuit as well, which is not good news because Rory has been on top form so far uh, today. But that car is pulling off and has potentially, yeah, just come to a halt somewhere on the circuit. I think that possibly is down through... Is that sunny in, sunny out? Yes, it's sunny out. And there is possibly some fluid on the circuit because Dan Lloyd's gone off. And someone else was also involved there as well. And the red flag is going to come out uh, with that incident down at Sunny In and Sunny Out. And that is not good news, is it? Because Rory Butcher will not, by my calculations, be able to take part in any further minutes of this qualifying. So that's not good news at all for Rory Butcher, who is this weekend coming here seventh in the championship uh, not too sure how Plato was involved in that, but he was off the circuit. So I can only imagine there's been some fluid which has been uh, left on the circuit down there. But we'll, we'll find out shortly. Just wondering if Rory left that fluid or if he went off on potential fluid down there at Sunny Inn. In fact, it's Sunny Out, isn't it? But uh, it could have been midway through that corner that has been caught out. But Sunny Out is where he's pulled off. Rory Butcher steps out of the car and he leaves the Toyota Corolla to be recovered yeah there is fluid down definitely because the marshals are uh, flying the flags down there so the uh, yellow and red uh, stripy flag the slippery surface flag has been put out but uh, the question is who has that been left by uh, it could be rory or it could be someone else we're not too sure but we'll, we'll wait to to find out the news but uh, rory butcher is going to try and lift the bonnet up and see if there's any way he can rectify the problem down there which I don't think he will unfortunately so as it stands Stephen Jelly is the quickest the uh, clock has by the way come to a stop so what's the word that's come back to the team from uh, Rory Butcher well they don't really know um, at this stage but it felt like something sheared and then he lost power so the investigations to take place once the car gets back here but very very frustrating after all that promise from this morning in both free practice sessions but um, very disappointing that certainly is yeah so first as we said in free practice one he was third in free practice number two so Rory Butcher from what he did this morning was definitely looking to uh, carry the pace through to qualifying um, just looking at what's happening down at Sunny Inn well, the marshals are on circuit to uh, dress the circuit make sure it's all safe and ready to go for the resumption of qualifying but uh, 
I wonder if we'll get a replay of what happens down there, but we'll bring you that in due course. Uh, as it stands, as we said, we'll just run you through how the top 10 currently looks. It's Stephen Jelly, who is quickest on a 122.5. And yeah, so Alan's right that something has sheared on the car. So straight away, Rory Butcher has pulled off through Sunny Inn. Um, and I think he was off the circuit. So where the fluid has come from, I'm not too sure. It may have been on the run down towards Sunny that it's gone. And that's where the fluid or whatever has come from Rory Butcher's car. But uh, it went off at slow speed. So it wasn't a big big off for Rory, which is good. But it's just now the, the problem for the team to get that car repaired for tomorrow. And of course, they'll go into race one, uh, not knowing how the car is going to perform after the repairs. So that's not good news for uh, Rory. Uh, so Stephen Jelly is quickest, by the way, 122.573. So it's the BMW of Team WSR, which is on top. Second place, good lap for Ash Sutton so far with that maximum weight. His time is a 122.621. Third place then for number 11, Jason Plato. Good job there for the Vauxhall Astra up. His time is a 122.686. Fourth place, so BMWs are getting themselves back towards the front then in qualifying. That's Tom Oliphant after his suspension uh, collapse in free practice two. He's done a 122.887. Fifth place then for the other Vauxhall Astra uh, of Dan Lloyd. He did a 122.902 so far. Sixth place then for the Infinity of Aidan Moffitt. His time is a 123.0. Behind him is Tom Ingram. Again, he was a little bit off the pace in free practice too, but uh, everything looks good so far in qualifying with a 123.1. Uh, Jack Goff is eighth in car number 31. His time is a 123.284. Ninth place for number 22 is Chris Smiley, a 123.3, and also a 123.3 for the sole remaining Toyota Corolla now in the hands of Sam Smelt. But uh, Sam, along with Rory, has performed very well so far today. In free practice one, he was fifth and in free practice two, he was ninth. So both of the sessions so far, uh, Sam Smell has found himself inside the top 10 of the sessions. But it's now a chance just to take another a breather for the drivers, for the teams to have a quick check of the cars, make sure everything is good and make sure no one was involved in any issues out there. But uh, we're going to still have a, a good chunk of the session to go. Just under 22 minutes left now on the clock and of course they're also going for the uh, points in this qualifying as well aren't they I think it might be a bit of a delay because uh, there is um, fluid to be dealt with out on circuit so um, the word that I'm getting down here I might have a, a moment to speak to a few drivers well I'm going to presume that Stephen Jelly will be quite happy to go up to race control, um, put in a protest and say, right, that should be it. Checkered flag. Grid decided. <laughs> because at, <laughs> at the moment, Never happened. It, would, it would set up his Sunday really rather well, wouldn't it? And uh, Let me just see if I can get a word with Stephen. Let me go, go up towards the, the car now. Um, just looking into the car and seeing if I, uh, he's talking on the radio at the moment but uh, he's I think he's finished so I wonder can I can I talk to you thank you Stephen that's that's really kind because uh, I've been told we've got a minute so we can have a chat presumably you're going to ask race control to declare that a result and there we go there was, there's the grid you took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> but, uh, there's now a bit of oil down uh, the last part of the Jim Clark S's and Barcroft there um, quickest part of the racetrack so it will take a little while for that to clean up yeah, yeah. Um, so 
you know, unfortunately, I had to overtake two cars at the final hairpin on my lap as well. So, Ooh. you know, so it could have been a chunk quicker. But yeah, yeah now I'm itching to go again. So but I was, I was going to say, clearly, you and the the car and the circuit are all coming together rather well this weekend. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think this is going to be closer than we think. Right, um, okay. I think there's a fair chunk of time out there still. So. Yeah. You know, it's all to play for. It's going to crescendo nicely. Yeah, oh, good use of the word crescendo. A long time since I've heard that in a non-musical setting. Um, when you talk about the fast part of the circuit, Barcroft up towards Sunny, and uh, Jim Clark S is up towards Barcroft, um, and then up towards Sunny as well. It's awesome, isn't it? I mean, if you get it right, it's so rewarding. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a quick part of the racetrack. Um, you know, there's a little bit of compromise there because you can be really quick into Barcroft and then yeah. not get the thing yes. stopped for yeah. Sunny. So yeah. it is technical. Um, even more technical now, there's fluid down. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, we will see. Well, you be careful. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks for having a chat to me. Stephen Jelly down here inside the uh, BMW, um, reiterating what I've been told, that there is fluid down which uh, needs to be uh, addressed uh, out on circuit. And absolutely right is Stephen. That's a quick part of the circuit and not a place that you want to come across a slippery surface. So uh, let me see if I can have a word with Christian Dick from the Toyota Gazoo racing team. Uh, Christian at the, at the back of the garage. And I wonder if I can... Can I have a quick word, Christian, just into um, the doorway of the garage? So the... Oh, Sorry, Amy. <laughs> very, very good. Sorry, I didn't mean to bash into your wife there, Christian. Um, uh, this is so disappointing after this morning, which promised so, so much. Yeah, smart's a little. I'm not going to lie. Um, we, we obviously aren't 100% sure what the issue is yet. Uh, Rory what, just what, what did he report? He reported it felt like something sheared. So that would, it would suggest gearbox, but we're obviously not, we're, we're, we're not sure. We're in the dark until we get the car back. But yeah, bitterly frustrating. Um, the only thing is we've got some good, good pace. Uh, let's just see what we can do for tomorrow. Let's see where we end up. And, and, and Sam also had good pace today, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, two top yeah. tens. It's been his strongest yeah, yeah. Saturday so yeah. far. All to play for. I'm sure that he can still pull it out and get as a top ten in qualifying. That'll be a great day for him. Um, but, yeah, still still frustrated with the other car. It's difficult, isn't it, to, to re-motivate after such a boost this morning and then you see it on the screen, it comes through and... and uh, yeah, it is. It's tough, but that's the nature of this championship. It's not easy. You know, you've got to keep digging, and obviously now we'll aim for, for a race three victory, see where we can get to. Thank you, Christian, for filling us in, and uh, sorry, Amy, for bashing into you. <laughs> so, so let me uh, just go down and see who else we can have a chat to down in pit lane. I wanted to have a little chat to, uh, to uh, Gordon Shedden. I don't know if he's uh, talking on the radio at the moment or if he's... If he catches my eye, then maybe I can get a word with him. Can I talk to you? Yes, I can. Thank you very much, Gordon. Um, I was just going to say, this was... Oh, now you're listening. So we'll just be quiet for a moment. He's just uh, receiving on the on the radio. And he's just con- confirming the message that he got on the... Uh, can I carry on? No, not yet. Yes, okay. It's like you're directing us, yeah. And go, commentator. So, so very good. Are you going? 
all right they're off now right so it wasn't quite it wasn't quite as long as we thought it was going to be so they've clearly uh, dealt with the fluid down there didn't get to speak to to flash but hopefully we'll speak to flash at the end of the session so engines firing up down here now and uh, i think fairly soon we're going to see cars back out on track that was much quicker than we thought done well haven't they they've uh, cleared that up very quickly indeed we saw uh, rory butcher's car come back in on the uh, back of the low loader so that's been done so yeah i think the final part of clearing up has been done by the ever efficient marshals down there at uh, sunny in and sunny out so we will very very shortly heading back into qualifying mode once again for the quick fit british touring car championship uh, we've also got the award for qualifying of the goodyear wingfoot award which is currently being led by colin turkington on 71 points second in that is jake hill on 70 points and rory butcher who is not going to take any further part in qualifying is on 62 so he'll make no inroads into those around him but of course this is the uh, award where you score points in qualifying as well so that's the separate goodyear wingfoot award and we'll see who can take the maximum points with pole position on this occasion so the clock ticks down once more as the green light has been shown at the end of the pit lane and uh, Stephen Jelly was right there's going to be a long line of oil which has been dressed now uh, down there through kind of the exit of Jim Clark S's down through Barcroft and in towards Sunny Inn so it will take a little bit of time for the pace to get back to where it should be and with that, it will take a few more laps to see the times come through as well. So they'll just be a little bit cautious down there to uh, start with. And Rory Butcher has made his way uh, back to the paddock by the looks of things. But, uh, yeah, not the qualifying session he would have wanted, as we said, after the great run he had in free practice one and free practice two. Looking for a solid weekend to try and claw down some points and those ahead of him in the championship as Rory comes here seventh on 136 points. Not a bad season for uh, Rory so far. Very consistent. A uh, couple of podiums, one of those being a race victory as well. So this weekend, it's going to start now on a very hard note because he'll be towards the back of the field and he's going to have to do a lot of catching up through race one and potentially race two as well. And uh, that's not going to be easy, is it, when you've got 29 BTCC cars on the grid. So, back underway, as we said. A few stay out on track to go for a uh, first flying lap. One of those being Jack Goff. Colin Turkington comes through and uh, powers his way across the line. And where does Colin sit in the order at the minute? Well, I can tell you he is currently uh, down the order in 14th place. So he does need to get on with this now because, as we said, with that slight interruption... It just kind of breaks the rhythm. It means you need to build the tyre temperature once again. You need to get those uh, couple of laps under your belt. And, of course, with that uh, cement dust which has been laid down through the second half of the lap, it's going to take even longer to try and find those times again. So it's all important about pushing on as quick as you possibly can. But uh, a few of them still feel that they can come into the pit lane, have a stop, and then head back out once again. But uh, Jake Kill carries on through. So does Andy Neese. They go through onto their first flying lap. Tom Chilton stays out. Tom Ingram goes through along with Chris Smiley, Jack Butel and Nick Halstead, who makes his debut in the BTCC this weekend in place of uh, Rick Parfit, who's having a weekend off. Uh, he'll be returning, though, for uh, next weekend at Silverstone with a, a quick turnaround between uh, meetings towards the latter end of September. But uh, Rick, at the minute, currently just outside the commentary box, overlooking his uh, team and his his car and seeing how Nick Halstead is uh, piloting, piloting that so far across the course of the day. It's been good for Nick, actually. He's improved on uh, the two sessions so far. Let's see if he can take it one better through qualifying. 
and improve on his uh, free practice two time, which for Nick in the Hyundai was a, a 124.8. So if he can better that, it will be a very improved day and a lot learned, I'm sure, for Nick Halstead. Jake Hill's on a quick lap. He's done the personal best through sector one. As he comes up towards sector two, there's a bit of traffic to deal with. He's on a personal best through there as well as he heads his way in towards the complex. He's got the two BTC racing cars of uh, Josh Cook and Jade Edwards just up the road. And I think he's potentially backed out of this lap. So Jake Hill slows through the hairpin and will carry on. But it won't be a quicker lap. And he'll have to try and go for the next one as he crosses the line. Tom Ingram comes through as well. Does Tom Ingram improve on his seventh position? Across the line he goes and we wait for the timing screen to update. See if he jumps himself up the order. As it stands, I don't think he will, so keeping on that one. Colin Turkington is on a, a lap, but it's not a quicker lap because he hasn't improved through sector one. He comes out of Sunny. And this is going to be a slower lap for, for Colin as well. Yeah, so there's, there's already a bit of traffic for the drivers to deal with. So they're not able to push on as they'd like. And uh, as we said, Colin Turkington does really need to get a bit of a, a wriggle on now because he finds himself outside the top 10 as it stands. He slows in towards the final corner. But this is for him to build the speed on towards the start-finish line and go for a quick lap once again. So he's got clear track ahead of him. No one is exiting the pit lane. So on his way now down towards uh, Clairvaux. And we'll keep an eye on his sector times to see what he can do. Dan Rowbottom crosses the line to go sixth quickest. So that's an improvement for the uh, Halfers Racing Honda of Dan. Gets himself now onto row number three, just ahead of Aidan Moffat in the Infinity. Shedding improves as well. He goes with his teammate up into uh, seventh position. So Flash improves on that occasion as well. And Jake Hill goes quicker. He goes quickest of everyone, a 122.342. So good lap there for Jake. Personal best through sector one, sector two, and also sector three. So brilliant stuff for Jake Hill as he goes across the line. Second now for Stephen Jelly in the BMW. Third place for number one is Ash Sutton. Fourth place for Jason Plato. He's still up there, isn't he? So Jason Plato, uh, three tenths back from the quickest time so far, but he's on the second row of the grid. Just gets uh, knocked down one position there because Sam Osborne comes through up into fourth place. And Oliphant goes through to stay in sixth position. So, yeah, the times are now starting to come through uh, thick and fast. Someone slow across the line there, which I believe is Stephen Jelly by the looks of it, as he heads down towards Clairvaux. So, yeah, just backed out of that one and let through the Adam Morgan BMW. Carl Borley goes through as well. Josh Cook is uh, flinging it through in towards the complex, towards the completion of another lap. So he is on... A good one by the looks of it as he turns his way through the hairpin and down towards the start-finish line. We've got just 15 minutes to go, so we're already coming up towards the halfway point of this session. Jake Kill still the quickest as Gordon Shedden now comes into the pit lane and goes through the Toka technical area. We've got Tom Ingram into the pit lane as well, so he's not going to go uh, for another quick lap. And where does Tingram currently sit? 15th place, so here's another one who's not quite up with the pace so far. 
but uh, Turkington has improved and he's on a quick lap here. Best of anyone through sector one for the BMW driver. So Colin Turkington is absolutely flying at the minute. He comes in towards sector two. He's done the best of anyone again uh, through there. He's just over a tenth up on the quickest time, which has been set by Jay Keel. So Colin Turkington looking to go to the head of the times at the minute. So 122.3 to beat. So far today, our quickest time in free practice one and free practice two has been a 122.2. So across the line goes Colin Turkington and that time for him is good enough for pole position a 122.166 the quickest time of the weekend so far so Colin Turkington is on fire he's done the best of anyone in sector one two and three that is a good lap for Colin Turkington now finds himself just shy of two tenths of a second quicker than Jake Hill who is about to complete another lap as well, although he's now into the pit lane, so he will not go through to complete the lap, uh, nor will Josh Cook, who is currently down the order in 10th position. So Cook goes through the pit lane, Hill comes into the technical check area, Smiley comes down the pit lane as well, and Colin Turkington, not uh, happy with... Uh, one quick lap, he's going for another one. So best of anyone again for Colin Turkington uh, through sector one. Let's keep an eye on him as he heads down towards sector two very shortly. But uh, Colin Turkington, this is what he needs to reignite his championship this weekend at Croft. He needs to get himself a very comfortable uh, pole position. Oh, we've got a red flag again for the second time in this session. And we look around and we see... Nick Hamilton. We do, don't we? Yeah. And uh, it was interesting, actually, because the RTV pictures that we were getting, we had just uh, ridden on board with uh, Nick Hamilton, and I was uh, marvelling, really, at the, um, at the work he does within the cockpit, if you bear in mind the physical challenges that he has overcome to even be in a touring car. It's quite incredible. And then to, to watch him do it and using his legs and using such force in his legs inside the car. And, um, and then that's a, a very unfortunate scene to see very soon after we were riding on board with him. It certainly is. I'm just wondering if that's the uh, repetition of the alternator issues he had earlier on because... Seems to have just pulled off, doesn't it? But uh, we'll wait for a replay and see what actually happened for Nick. Uh, so we're now seeing. Are you seeing the pictures? I am, yeah. 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 Uh, looks okay at this stage, doesn't it? And then turns and possibly goes across the grass. Oh, yeah, he's had a spin, hasn't he? Yes. There's trees yeah. in the background. Yeah. And he's hit the barrier by the looks of it as well. Uh, not a heavy impact, but he has made contact. With but you him. see what I mean about that onboard shot, that you can see the whole of his, uh, all of his legs, uh, his feet, the whole body working, the amount of physical effort that um, he has to, to put into driver car. It, it, it is quite incredible. Um, such a determined young man, re really was. Uh, he, when, when he was supporting his, his brother, uh, racing as part of this support package of touring cars when his brother was racing in Formula Renault. Nick was in a wheelchair, he didn't walk, and uh, he he basically taught himself to walk because he wanted to, to race a car, and he's an incredibly inspiring character, really is. In 
indeed. He's taken leaps and bounds, hasn't he, to get into a, a touring car. So it's brilliant to see that uh, Nick has, has progressed himself up the order. A few issues uh, today so far, as we said, with the alternator issues and uh, some sort of moment that he's just suffered down through what looks to be kind of Barcroft in towards Sunny Inn. That's kind of the, the fast part of the circuit. So he's done well to not sustain too much damage, which is good. So Nick Hamilton, again, will be... Brought back to the pit lane. The car, of course, will be recovered by the, the team here at Croft. Uh, already, though, there are cars lining up at the end of the pit lane, so they're eager to get back on with this one. Uh, first of those being Dan Rowbottom. So he is ready to go. We had a moment for, I think that was Nick Hamilton as well, through Clairvaux, took one of the floppy markers out. So that's uh, destroyed that through Clairvaux. And that's going to be the theme of tomorrow, isn't it? Because as soon as you go through there on lap one, uh, they will be pretty much gone. And uh, then the, the drivers will be taken as much liberties as possible uh, through there but uh, it falls silent for a minute in the pit lane all the engines now being cut off under this uh, red flag uh, my timing screen is not working online so we're gonna have to go back to the uh, tv one and see if we can get a proper look at it and give you the times we currently have within the session which is under a second red flag of the 30 minutes which we were expected to have we still will have time remaining on the clock 13 minutes and 18 seconds, and as it stands, Colin Turkenden just got that time in, didn't he? A 122.166, but he was on another quick lap through sector one. Uh, then, of course, the red flag came out. He had to back off through sector two, but uh, Colin was potentially looking to go into the 121s for the first time this weekend. But uh, as it stands, quickest so far. So it's uh, BMW on provisional pole, just a couple of tenths under between him and Jake Hill. Number 24 in second place. Stephen Jelly then finds himself in third place. So the uh, BMWs have really uh, come good so far in qualifying because it's uh, BMW 1-3. Uh, fourth place then for the rear-wheel drive infinity of Aidan Moffitt. Then his teammate and championship leader Ash Sutton finds himself in fifth position. Sixth place for 1-2-3. That is the Vauxhall Astra with Powermax Racing of Dan Lloyd. Seventh place, number 23, holding up the honours of the Toyota Corolla of the one remaining as we said because Rory Butcher is out so Sam Smelt is currently in 7th place uh, Sam Osborne good qualifying for him so far currently finds himself in 8th position in car number 4 ninth uh, place then for number 11 is Jason Plato just ahead of the Sicily Motorsport BMW of Tom Chilton Josh Cook is down in 11th place. Uh, the man who wants this session to resume pretty quickly because he's waiting at the end of the pit lane is Dan Rowbottom. Uh, 13th place then for the third of the Infinities, which is Carl Bordley. Uh, 14th place for the third team BMW of Tom Oliphant. 15th place for number 33 is Adam Morgan. 16th place for number 52 is then Gordon Shedden. So both of the Halfords Hondas are, are down outside the top 10 as it stands. 17th place then for Chris Smiley. We've got 18th place for Ollie Jackson. 19th place, another man who needs a good end to the session. That's Tom Ingram, uh, the man who comes here second within the championship. 180, po uh, 180 points to his name, which is 30 adrift of Ash Sutton. Didn't really mention him this morning, did we? No, um, he wasn't really there, was he? No, Tom? a bit anonymous this morning, which is really not the weekend that he needs for the championship. Um, and uh, they were just... Um, Applying a couple of cable ties underneath the uh, underneath the bonnet um, to uh, some components, so um, uh, potentially not all things going absolutely as sweetly as they might during qualifying either. Nice, no, so as we said, he's one who needs the session to resume fairly swiftly, and he needs to be one of those towards the 
head of the order. Uh, behind Tom, we've got Senan Proctor, who is in 20th place. Uh, Jade Edwards is 21st. Jack Goff is 22nd. Uh, Jack Mitchell, next up in 23rd, ahead of Jack Boutel. Uh, Andy Neat is in 25th. We've got Nick Halstead on his BTCC debut in 26th place, which is good for him. Uh, Nick Hamilton, who is now out of the session and his car just been brought back into the pit lane, is down in 27th. Uh, 28th is Aaron Taylor-Smith. Uh, and again, he hasn't done... Uh, competitive time as of yet he's only done seven laps which is not that few but it's not that many but uh, he's done a few but I'm just wondering if a few times have been disallowed for for Aaron or if there's some other problem for that car and of course Rory Butcher is down in 29th place and that's where he'll start for tomorrow's first race because everyone has gone of course quicker than him and his time gets taken away after bringing out the red flag and Nick Hamilton's time uh, will be taken away as well after bringing out the second red flag of the session. Uh, the time has reappeared on our screen as 10 minutes, so it's going to be a few minutes knocked off, but 10 minutes of the session will resume very shortly. don't think there's too much clearing up to be done down at uh, Barcroft and Sunny Inn on this occasion, so uh, without further ado, we should be able to go for the final third of the qualifying session in just a few seconds time we'll just wait for the word to come through and the officials will then wave the green flags but uh, Colin Turkington on top as it stands as we said 122.1 he's got a couple of tenths in hand over the rest but that'll now be gunning for him with the final 10 minutes but uh, I think there's still more to be found from Colin because as we mentioned just before the red flag he was about to go on to uh, what could have been another quickest lap of the session some good speeds as well through the sectors, averaging 129 miles per hour through sector one. Sector two is right about 107 by the looks of it. So quick laps so far today. So yeah, Nick Hamilton's car is back in. Didn't look to be too much damage to that, to be fair. So that should be good for Team Hard to repair and get him out for uh, tomorrow's first race of the weekend. But will it be a BMW on pole position? At the minute, we've got one in first. We've got one in third. We've got, of course, the other one of Tom Oliphant a little bit further down. But uh, with his suspension issues from FP2 sorted, he's looking to get himself up inside the top 10 as best as he can. But uh, Ash Sutton, the man with the most weight on board, he's currently in fifth place. So again, it just shows his, his talent and how he works this infinity, whether it has no weight on board or whether it has the maximum, he just still manages to find the, the quick times he needs to find himself in the top rungs of the order. So good stuff for, for Ash Sutton. Whatever his uh, championship competitors can do, he can do exactly the same as well. So he'll be looking to get himself a little bit higher up than fifth place when we get back underway. The recovery vehicle is just on its way down towards Tower. So I reckon it's going to go back to its position on track. And as soon as it has got there, we should be good. Because I think that's the only thing that's now holding things up. And we have the few engines down there being fired back up. And then we'll get the call, of course, with the green flag to be waved. And as soon as that has been done, as we said, they're going to be straight back out onto the circuit. Because you can't hang about now. Ten minutes, you get out there for a minute and a half outlap. You need to get onto a, a quick lap. And then, of course, before you know it, we'll only have five minutes left in the session. So it's the... Cars now being pushed back onto the quick lane, 
And away we go, and Dan Roybottom was in the best place, wasn't he? Right at the end of the pit lane, ready to go. First man out onto circuit, he'll have clear track, and he now needs to improve, as we said, from 12th place, where he finds himself at the minute. So off they go, and if you find yourself at the back of the train, you're already a minute back into the restart of this session. That's a minute less to get a quick lap in. So that's the likes of Adam Morgan, Tom Chilton, down this end, which is the entrance uh, end to the pit lane. They're only now working their way down uh, towards the exit. So that's a minute gone, as we said. And then you're going to have a lot of traffic in front of you as well. So uh, you need to get a bit of a move on. As we said, 10 minutes seems a lot. But when you're out there with uh, 28 other cars, it's not long at all. So off they go. Ash Sutton, we can see, just working his way down towards tower. He's letting a few cars through, just wondering if he's trying to find some, someone to play with, as Rick Parfit is enjoying being a spectator at the minute. I'm sure he'd love to be back in the car, but uh, uh, Rick is up here, as we said, just overlooking uh, what the team are doing and what all the other uh, competitors are doing as well. But, uh, yeah, Rick Parfit out, as we said, this weekend with uh, a back recovery. Nick Halstead is the man in that car as a replacement for the three races we have this weekend. So Dan Rowbottom on his way through towards the hairpin. He'll be the first man to start a flying lap. And I would probably say this time, the majority should stay out there on circuit. You cannot afford on this occasion to do an installation lap and come straight back into the pit lane because that's going to delay you another 90 seconds. But Aaron Taylor-Smith feels he wants to, along with Colin Turkington. So are they leaving their chances until the last couple of minutes of this session? It looks to be that way doesn't it because uh, they are into the uh, pit lane and uh, Colin Turkington albeit with the quickest time so far does still feel he wants to have a little bit of a, a breather before he goes and does uh, a potentially quicker lap. Plato in as well so number 11 is in, number 18 is Senna Proctor he is in along with his BTC racing teammates Josh Cook and Jade Edwards Ollie Jackson comes into the lane along with his teammate Jake Hill so uh, they just want a bit of a, a clearer track before they uh, try anything else. Sam Osborne is into the pit lanes. There's quite a few coming in, actually. So just wondering if they don't feel there's pace it's, out there. It's, uh, it's, it's regular tyre swapping that they're doing in order to uh, uh, transfer the warmer tyres to the front to the rear. And uh, that's what they do when they swap it around so that they've got um, evenly warmed tyres all, uh, all around the car. So this is the final phase of qualifying now. So that was what was going on on Collins' car. It doesn't take very long. A bit of tyre swapping going on. And Senna Proctor's car pushed back in pit lane. Ollie Jackson's car as well. Josh Cook's car. Jade Edwards' car. Jake Hill is having that treatment done now. So final section of qualifying. Down pit lane comes Dan Rowbottom. No doubt he'll have the same treatment on his car. Uh, yep, now we're at the business end of qualifying. Yep, so uh, a few of them have stayed down. There's a bit of uh, heat coming from one of the Halfords Hondas down there. I think that is Dan Rowbottom, isn't it, with uh, a lot of heat being put through his tyres. So uh, I think they've called them down just about, but uh, that was a bit smoky uh, from one of the Hondas. But uh, they do that quickly. I'll get the air flowing back through that core uh, car and back out onto circuit. Right, Tom Ingram, what can he do? He needs to find a lot of time at the minute. His only... Uh, nine tenths off Colin Turkington, but he's down in 19th place as it stands. So Tom Ingram 
has six minutes to find himself, well, he'd want to be inside the top ten, if not on the first couple of rows of the grids. So he needs to work very hard indeed, does Tom Ingram. He's just exited the pit lane once again, or gone through on that slow lap. He's now onto a quick lap by the looks of it. So let's see if Tom Ingram does anything special through sector one. He's about to head down towards Tower. And let's see if we have a green or a purple. No, it's a yellow, so that does indicate to us he's not on a better lap time. Uh, Dan Lloyd's trying, but he's stuck in a bit of traffic. He's just gone up to third place, actually. So three tenths now back from uh, what's going to be uh, Colin Turkington. So Dan Lloyd, a very good lap there from the uh, Vauxhall Astra. As uh, Colin's teammate Tom Oliphant comes across the line now to try and improve, which he does. He goes to third, so he takes where Stephen Jelly was just uh, a few minutes ago. So we've now got BMW 1, 3 and 5. So they're all on that uh, inside row, effectively, of the grid. So great stuff there from Tom Oliphant. The suspension issue from Free Practice 2 hasn't reappeared, which is good. So he pushes on now down towards Tower. Tom Ingram comes into the final corner and has improved through sector two, but can he string that together towards the line to improve on 20th place? He needs a 122.1 to beat. He goes across the line to do a 122.8. So he's seven tenths off that of Colin Turkington and only lifts himself now up into 15th position. So still, by our reckoning, not very good for Tom Ingram. As across the chicane there goes Jake Hill by the looks of it. I think he's just gone off into the uh, gravel possibly through Clairvaux. So Jake Hill again, another man pushing. Currently sits second place within this session with four minutes and 15 seconds on the clock. Uh, Jack Goff's on a fairly good lap. Currently sits in eighth position. Can he improve? He's done the best for him through sector one. He does a fairly good end to the lap to go seventh. So he does move up the order. And in fact, it was both Jake Hill and Sam Osborne who went off a few minutes ago through uh, Clairvaux. So both of them again managed to escape without too much drama and damage to their cars. So they uh, carry on. Jake Hill currently in second, and Sam Osborne is currently down in 13th place. Uh, we've got more quick times coming through now. Josh Cook's just gone third quick. It's Senn and Proctor has gone second, so the two BTC racing machines go second and third. Uh, we've still got a very smoky Dan Robottom down in the pit lane, uh, which is never good. And Dan Robottom continues to drop down the order. He's now into 17th position, so not good news at all for the Halford squad, because where does... Gordon Shedden find himself he is quite a way down the order as well isn't he so this is not looking good after a what was fair to say torrid Thruxton is not looking too good here at uh, Croft at the minute Shedden was looking to improve there but again we've had the change with Morgan going now 16th so Adam Morgan another man with a victory at Thruxton down the order in 16th place at the minute but we're looking at Josh Cook he's trying to improve through sector two he's on his way to the completion of a lap just like his uh, teammate Senan Proctor who's done the best of anyone through sector two so can Senan Proctor go on to provisional pole he's two hundredths back from Colin Turkington at the minute, he's got the final chicane or hairpin to negotiate as he works his way through there. Can he power his way to the line with two and a half minutes left on the clock? Senan Proctor trying to head uh, Colin Turkington in this session across the line. He goes and Senan Proctor misses out by three 
thousandths of a second. If you wanted it close, that is pretty, pretty close to me. Three thousandths between the top two, but Senn and Proctor remained in second. Make that third, because Aidan Moffitt goes quickest on a 122.0, so not really the infinity we were expecting to see on pole position, but Aidan Moffitt has gone quickest in car number 16 with a 122.0 now puts him just over a tenth of a second quicker than Colin Turkington. And there's more speed to come because Jake Hill is on a quick lap as well. He's done the best of anyone through sector two. Currently sits in sixth position. Three tenths back from Aidan Moffat in pole position. And Jake Hill goes across the line to go second. Onto the front row of the grid goes the Ford Focus. So a great lap there for uh, Jake Hill. All of a sudden, Colin Turkington finds himself down in third position. Senan Proctor drops to uh, fourth. Adam Morgan's improved on that lap to go fifth with a personal best in sector one, two and three. But Senan Proctor is on a good lap here as well. He's working his way down towards the halfway stage of the lap. He's through sector two. He's done a personal best in sector one. And again for Senna, he's only about a tenth back uh, from the quickest time so far of Aidan Moffitt. And Jake Hill has done the best of anyone in sector one. So the Ford Focus is gunning for pole position here at Croft. Ash Sutton currently sits in seventh position. He's not uh, setting the timing screen to light at the minute, but uh, seventh place is a top ten for him as it stands so what can the infinity do he will squeeze one more lap if he wants it so keep an eye on the championship leader ash sutton who goes through for one more flying lap but jake hill who was the best of anyone in sector one has just lost a little bit of time through sector two just turns his way now through the hairpin on towards the main straight and Jake Hill vying for pole position here at Croft. What can he do as he goes across the line? It's a 122.037 to beat. He crosses the line and does a 122.084. So that's almost an identical lap to what he did last time through. But Jake Hill is now... Still there in second position with Proctor improving on this lap as well. He's done a personal best in sector one. Uh, so has Tom Oliphant and so has Jason Plato. All of those uh, find themselves in the top ten at the minute. But can they make any more places up in the closing stages of this one? Dan Robottom takes the uh, floppy marker flying down towards Clairvaux Corner. But he needs to find something as well because he's currently down in 19th place. And Dan Lloyd, unfortunately, has gone off through Sunny Owl. So there's a problem with the uh, Vauxhall Astra, unfortunately. That's a, a slower pace than it needs to be as it works its way in towards the complex. The checker flag is out on this session. And are we going to see any further improvements? A bit of a tail-happy Sam Osborne there in the Ford Focus, which works its way on towards the uh, complex for the final time. But Ada Moffitt, as it stands, is on for pole position because no one from what we can see from the timing screen, is looking to improve. Chilton's gone personal best in sector one, and so has Shedden, but whether they got caught up through the yellow flags, I'm not too sure. So they may be uh, down and out. Well, Shedden is. He's crossed the line in 16th place. So that's not good news at all for him. And for Tom Ingram, he is nowhere to be seen by the looks of it. So there's a, a bigger problem for Tom Ingram as well by... Uh, what we can see on the timing screen, so that's not good news at all for him. But uh, Aidan Moffitt uh, looks to be claiming his first pole position by what we can see. So 122.037 for Aidan Moffitt. Rowbottom does come through with a better lap to get inside the top 10, but that is, again, not what uh, Team Halford would have wanted with Cataclean. So they were going to have work to do for tomorrow. But with the checkered flag out, the majority of the field now through... It looks like Aidan Moffitt 
provisionally will take pole position for the first race tomorrow. 122.037 for the Infinity. Second place for Jake Hill. He missed out by uh, four hundredths of a second in the end. So second place will be uh, Jake Hill on the grid. Uh, behind them, we'll then see in what's going to be third place, Colin Turkington in car number two. His time was a 122.159. Fourth place for number 18, the BTC Racing uh, Honda of Senna Proctor, 122.169. Fifth place then for number 33 is the uh, Sicily Motorsport BMW of Adam Morgan. His time was a 122.186. Sixth place for number 15, Tom Oliphant. So the second of the team BMWs up there inside the top six with a 122.190 seventh place for number 66 the second of the BTC Racing Hondas, that time in the hands of Josh Cook with a 122.214. Championship leader is Ash Sutton. He finds himself in eighth place with a 122.297. Ninth place on that last lap, it was Dan Robottom who went with the number 32 machine with a 122.330. And for 10th place, number 11 is Jason Plato with a 122.413. Behind them, 11th place for number 48 is Ollie Jackson in the Ford Focus. Uh, 12th place for number 12 is Stephen Jelly in the third of the team BMWs. Uh, 13th place for number 22 is Chris Smiley in the Hyundai. 14th place for 123 is Dan Lloyd in the Vauxhall Astra. 15th place for number 3 is Tom Chilton in the Sicily Motorsports uh, BMW. Behind that in 16th place, number 31 is Jack Goff. 17th place for number 52, Gordon Shedden. That's a lot of work for him to do uh, from 17th on the grid. The sole remaining Toyota Corolla of Sam Smelt was in 18th. It's Sam Osborne in 19th. 20th place for number 41, Carl Bordley. Tom Ingram down there in 21st position. Colin climbs out of the car. He's the first to arrive down in Park Fairmay. Louise Goodman standing by with ITV's uh, live web coverage and uh, Colin closes the door on the car, crosses over to where uh, Louise will conduct the interviews to make way for the Laser Tools car, number 16 this time and Aidan Moffitt cannot wait to get the steering wheel off the car to undo the door and <laughs> and take the, the cheers of the team, he's absolutely delighted just remembered to pop the steering wheel back on the car and you can see the eyes within the visor of the helmet smiling away and a, a big hug with the team absolutely delighted is Aidan, he was really cool and chilled out before the session got underway, he's being congratulated by uh, Michael Crease, who, uh, not driving this year but certainly uh, uh, an enthusiastic supporter of uh, uh, drivers in the BTCC and I'm sure Michael Crease before too long will be back in a car but with a pole position for Aidan Moffat he's now got his helmet off and he's got this big broad smile on his face enjoying every single moment of it and uh, now has a hug with team boss Tony Gillam and uh, goes over in a moment after a conversation with uh, Tony over to Louise Goodman so that's the scene of Aidan Moffat down in Park Fairmate Jake Hill has brought his car to a stop and uh, hopefully we'll get the chance to speak to Aidan once he's finished with uh, Louise Goodman and uh, that TV interview taking place at the moment. The, the applause you hear in the background is Jake Hill getting out of the uh, out of the car and receiving congratulations from the from the team. He can afford to be uh, well happy with that. Can can Jake? He's just getting his uh, getting his gloves off. Helmet will come off in a moment and 
Jake will get himself ready for the uh, ITV interview with uh, Louise. So Jake has now got a got a drink. <laughs> you worn out, Jake? I think we can just chat before you go over to Louise. Yeah, I'm a bit hot. Yeah. Oh, so gutted. You know, four hundreds was it? It wasn't much. Ah. Yeah, but you know, um, fair play to Hayden. That's um, yeah, it's good. You know, and I put in put in a good lap at the end there, and thought that was going to be it. And obviously, he's just nipped me. But the thing is, you can never predict what's going to happen, can you? No, you can't. You know, it's touring cars in the day. It's the most unpredictable motorsport in the world, probably. But um, nonetheless, you know, I'm absolutely thrilled. Massive thank you to MB Motorsport, accelerated by Blue Square and Motorbase for giving me a fantastic Ford today. Yeah, that's the thing. The car is working well. You're yeah. working well. The, all three th- factors have, have gelled so nicely, sets you up for a good weekend, and that's what you need for this championship. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, um, you know, we're, we're off to a championship at the end of the day, and... You know, we're starting in a good place to try and hunt for some more points for that. So really, really looking forward to it. And, um, yeah, seeing what, seeing what tomorrow brings. Aidan has finished his interview, so you're next in the queue after Colin. Forward you go. We've got a photograph taking place with Aidan at the front of his car. And uh, very briefly, uh, there was a big cheer in the background. You may have heard it. Uh, and that was Ash Sutton coming over to congratulate his teammate. There are still more members of the team coming over to Aidan. Yep. Yeah, and Jake comes over to congratulate him as well. You haven't stopped smiling since you got out of the car. I don't even smile much in general. <laughs> I, I did notice before qualifying started that you were really chilled out. You were laughing with the team. Had you some kind of premonition that this was going to go well for you? So maybe you just drive better when you're in a good mood. And maybe, unfortunately, yeah. it took six years for me to be in a good mood, being a bit miserable and Scottish. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You always need to be a bit chilled out and a bit jolly because uh, was it a perfect lap? Yeah, I mean, there was it's the nature of Croft, there's always something there. Yes. You know, it's, it's so on the edge and so technical, you can always look at it and think, oh, there was a bit time here, a bit yes. time there. Yeah. But I think the big thing was having the consistency. You know, we were always, we were always doing good laps and um, the, the car felt brilliant. The, the team gave me a great car and it was just a case of focus on the, the, the driving and, you know, we didn't have to chase anything with the car. The car was there. It was just down to me to put it together for once and it only took me six years to do it. <laughs> there was a lovely moment when your teammate, when Ash came over to congratulate you and, and uh, Bob, his father, comes over to congratulate. Well done. Uh, many congratulations. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll carry on the conversation now. Did you get up this morning and think maybe pole position was yours today? Um, I mean, you get up every Saturday for touring cars and you hope and dream. But um, I was confident for today. I was confident we could be at the front. Um, I mean, Paul, you always think, I know the car's there, but it's a very tall order, especially when you haven't had a pole position before. So I certainly wouldn't see I got out of bed thinking I'm going to be on pole. I'd be a liar if I said that. But I knew we were going to be quick and had a, a chance, and it's just nice to put it all together. It's wonderful, Aidan. Enjoy the moment. Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely delighted for you. And uh, and, and so too, uh, uh, Bob, his father, who came over and just had a, a brief hug. And now I think there'll probably be uh, a, a couple more moments. Uh, Colin has finished his interview, and uh, we're standing just behind the BMW of Colin Turkington. He's just uh, quickly doing a a radio interview and I'll see if I can get a word with uh, Colin once he's finished his radio interview with Mike Chambers will appear on the btcc.net website uh, a little bit later on today 
the interview that Colin's currently doing for our radio service. And, of course, on the official BTCC app as well, which, with amazing self-promotion, is exactly the place that you can listen to Auto Glim Tintop Tuesday on Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, with a review of everything that's uh, gone on this weekend, interviews with uh, drivers, and also on the BTCC app as well. Now, it's just stalling for time a little bit there, uh, with uh, Colin's radio interview still going on. It's... Uh, Maybe going to be a couple more moments before we get a chance to, to dive in and have a, a very quick chat to, to Colin. And I think that interview... I'm really sorry, Colin. It's, it's interview after interview for you now, isn't it? Um, uh, well, OK, so it used to be a rear-wheel drive circuit. Maybe now not quite as much. However, <laughs> that went all right. It did, yeah. The end result is, is OK. Yeah, I think uh, once the circuit was was resurfaced <clears throat> two, two three years back it nullified the, the, the rear wheel drive um this being a rear wheel drive circuit you know i'm not sure we can say that anywhere any longer you know we used we used to have a list it used to be olton knock hill croft but it's um, everyone else has put paid to that yeah for, 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 for sure but um you know i'm i'm pleased uh we uh had a challenging two two practice sessions you know just just chipping away at it trying to improve the car and uh, we saved the best for qualifying. Uh, got it, got it put together, and some new tires. And uh, yeah, it was. I think I got the maximum from from the car today. I did my time in in in, in the first run. Uh, I thought I could go faster. We made we made a small adjustment to, to try and do that, but I just done the same lap time again. So uh, so it's uh, it's nice when when you don't leave anything out there. But uh, yeah, so P3 is is a is a great place that's to start, right, isn't it? Yeah, that's not too bad. 